no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. was raised again for our justification now let me explain this to you let's say I am the judge okay I am the judge now this is the offender are you listening and then that is Jesus that is Jesus and then this is the new creation are you listening now the offender has all his judgments placed on Jesus come closer on Jesus amen and when he died this guy died are you listening now when the Bible is saying that when he resurrected we were declared not guilty it is not saying that this same man now came before the throne or before the judge and now the judge declared this man not guilty what he is saying is that after this man was dead and now there was a resurrection of a new man this new man resurrected as a declared man that he is not guilty so you are born not guilty do you understand you are born not guilty it is not like he declared the sinner not guilty it, it actually means that the offenses you have still done them but in this case he is saying that you have been declared not guilty from your death so you never did anything wrong because that judgment was placed on your old man through the body of Jesus give the Lord a mighty clap offering you can sit down thank you praise God hallelujah come on praise Jesus praise Jesus Hallelujah. So you are born not guilty. Amen. Now you understand the newness of life. So it's not like my things that I did. Now thank God he declared me not guilty even though I did them. No, you didn't do it. Because you are a new man. That's what you must understand. Hmm. Now I know this is big. Don't you think so? 
Okay. Then you can jump to Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Just a continuation, so you understand. Zebre ketasa, limbron tosho lebez. Rekete vino sholo brandes. labrahata. Are you there? Can you read it? One, two, three, go. Now, being justified by faith, you see, now I, I need you to get this. Now, what? Being justified by faith. It is not by, because if you didn't say we've been justified by faith, we are still gonna, you know, you have your mind to remember some things of the, you know, old man. So you are still thinking, okay, maybe he still justified me. But no, he says, being justified by faith. Faith in what? What Jesus did. We have what? Peace. Uh-huh. We have peace with God, by whom also we have what? Access. Uh-huh. Into this grace where with what? We stand. Say, I've been justified. I've been justified. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I've been declared not guilty. This is the newness of life. God doesn't want his children living around and being guilty of things. Now, this is not to say that when you do something wrong, it's just a God, it goes unpunished. It was punished in the body of Jesus. Now, the more you understand this, you wouldn't want to do wrong things. Are you with me? Are you with me? Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have peace through God. And where in this grace we stand, now if you move on, then I say, hope make another shame for the love of God and share that's not what I want to deal with today. Move to Romans chapter 6. Let's read from verse 1. You all there? Romans 6 1. Are you there? All right, can we read it? What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? You see, because people, the people ask Paul because they didn't understand what grace is. And that's the problem we have today. A lot of people say, shall we continue to sin so that grace, because the Bible says that for where sin is grace abounds much the more. So, okay, then if the Bible is saying where grace is, and where sin is grace must abound much the more. Shall we continue to sin so that grace will abound? Such foolish question. Glory to his name. And that's because they want to sin. That's why they ask that question. And so people get it wrong and then sometimes will talk against grace preachers. I don't call myself a grace preacher. I call myself the gospel, you know, minister. Because the gospel is his grace. Amen. And so maybe we just want people to sin. That's not it. We'll continue and you see what he said. He gave a wonderful answer. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> and this is what he said. He said, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? How, you see the answer he gave? So you see, the problem of the people was not really the sin. The problem of the people was that they didn't understand what it meant to be living the new creation. 
That's what the problem was. It was not because of sin. Because sin had been dealt with. Now, he didn't say that. Okay, they asked. Now, shall we continue to sin so that grace may abide? He didn't say, no, it's not that. So you don't have, it's not that. If you, no, he says that, God forbid, how shall we, who are dead to sin, live therein any longer? How is that possible? So now, he answers by saying that you're already dead to sin. That was the answer he gave. Because he are saying, shall we then sin so that grace may abound? And he says, you are not the ones who sin. So why are you asking me such a question? You are not the ones who sin. Are you for God? He says, those that are born of God cannot sin. You are not the ones who sin. So why are you asking me, shall we sin so grace abounds? And when he was talking about that, he was not dealing with the church and sin. That where sin is, grace abounds much more. He was dealing with them now, Hamashiach. That with the world, where sin, and you know, okay, so sin came and sin was increasing. Yet grace abounded much more and it came in Jesus. Not talking about sin in the church. He was telling them, you are not the ones who sin. So he says, God forbid, how can we or how shall we, who are already dead to sin? live any longer therein how shall we so you are not the one who sins so don't ask such foolish questions hallelujah glory to god praise jesus Mm-mm-mm-mm. hallelujah say i'm dead to sin i'm dead to sin i'm dead to sin i like what i'm seeing here already I'm dead to sin. Oh, I'm enjoying beyond religion. I'm enjoying beyond religion. So this is a this is a brilliant answer. You see, so the problem is an identity crisis. Oh, ma zegele, bento solovrate, jebra tekesaya, leba sonto branda dabra, rangan delebra soto vantes. Lay gain della basho, ram bandigo sovereign take Thank you, precious Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Now he says, Know ye not? You see, if I, if I ask you, don't you know? You see, when he says, Don't you know? It means I've told you before, you should know this. Hallelujah. <laughs> You should know. Amen. He says that, Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus, unto Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Didn't you know that we were baptized into his death? And what was his death for? I have explained everything. Not everything, in fact, but I have explained at least the basics glory to god Hallelujah. there is more to it we are going to spend time i told you let let's yeah, let things be settled on and then we'll, we'll, we'll study a lot glory to his name when he says that don't you know that we were baptized into his death so when he died we died and he died to sin so i'm dead to sin don't you know this? So why would you ask me? Okay then, shall we continue to sin so that grace may abound much more? No! 
That's all the question we should ask. Our response should be, Wow, now we have come into that grace. You know, you must know the, you know, the intotals of the world. You, you get it, the intotals, you must, you must, you must know it. You know the intricacies of the world. Ha! Ah. What I wanted to say, you, I'll say it. I'll say it. Okay, so let me read to you Romans 5. You don't need to go there, I'll just read to you from um, verse 18. Okay? And then he says that, Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men unto condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by one man's obedience, many shall be made righteous. Moreover, the law, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. In other words, you see, and now there was, there was no full success that as sin had reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life, Jesus, by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So now he's saying that, this is what he's saying, he's saying that now sin reigned or was increasing, but where sin reigned, grace did much more abound. And they didn't understand this. He was not dealing with in the church. He was dealing with the world. And where sin much did much abound, grace did much more abound. What is he talking about? I tell people, the greatest mercy God could ever show man is what happened on the cross. It is not in you saying, God, that's why I say in our time, we don't pray and ask God for mercy. The greatest mercy you can ever show any man or, or, or any country is what he did on the cross. Ah. Praise Jesus. Back to 6, verse, four, verse 3 and 4. Hallelujah. Are you there? Are you there? Therefore, verse 4, we are buried with him by baptism into death. A lot to say here. That like Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. You see, he's just bringing them. You know, like, didn't you know? And I'm saying that like Christ was raised from the dead, even so. Now that is a comparison he's making with the resurrection and our way of living. He said, even so, we should walk in the newness of life, which comes out from the resurrection. And so what is the newness of life? We live perpetually in His grace. Grace as a dispensation and grace as an ability. We are dead to sin. We are not the ones sinning. So does it mean Christians cannot sin at this time? Well, they are, as babies will sin. As you grow, it will reduce and at a point it will stop. He said, I write unto you, little children, because your sins have been forgiven. I don't want to talk about that today. They have been forgiven. 
Ah. And if you care to know, that was in the perfect tense. We'll talk about it another time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you loving it? Say, I walk in the newness of life. So I told you, this year is beyond religion. We are dealing with awakening to the newness of life. So what Paul did to the church, awakening them, so am I doing now. You are being awakened to the newness of life. Can we move on? For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be. Amen. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified mm. with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. You see that? For he that is dead is freed from sin. Are you dead? Yeah. How can we that are dead to sin? Now he says, he that is dead to sin is free from sin. For example, I have this. Now, this is sin. Okay? And this is the man that is dead to sin. He says, he that is dead. Now, sin was holding this guy. And this guy was struggling. He's struggling. He's struggling. And it comes. Sin comes in. And I says that, now, this man is dead. Now that he's dead, sin has nothing to hold. He's free from sin. Sin is trying. But this man is dead to sin. So to sin, now this man doesn't exist. This man is dead to sin. He that is dead is free from sin. Now sin is trying to have a grip on you. But it's un unable to get it. It's unable to get you because you are free from sin. So if you are dead to sin, how can you save sin? When in the presence of sin, you don't exist. Oh, being told so bring mesatas, baline veso bronto shote keza, man de belon de brandiga says, paravasha tili brandosos, celebrante keson de brandiga Thank you, precious Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe also that we shall live with him. We, we already live with him. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death had no more dominion over him. For if in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he lived, he liveth unto God. So now, I'm alive unto God. That is the newness of, of life. I'm alive unto God and I'm dead to sin. So, you just let me tell you, just keep practicing this. Let it be in your consciousness. You realize there are certain things that you were doing. Then this is what the devil doesn't like. When you are bringing God's children to that place where they get to understand their place. It is not just about casting out, hey, get out, devil, get out, devil. No. Now when I teach you, you will not even allow him into your zone. Now you are at enemy zone. Is that what it's called? They have friend zone, right? So now you and the devil is not friend zone, is what?
The Temple of Kairos is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Roy King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. Our Sunday Epicodomius services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popos Street, Hatcho, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kinging in Christ.